Hello and welcome to The Life of Riley from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uncle Baxter, you're a fiend in inhuman form, telling us you got us this house to live in free. Why didn't you tell us that we were supposed to be servants? But I thought it was a place of refuge. I did know that Mr. and Mrs. Hotchkiss would return unexpectedly and demand service. Well, I ain't no butler and that's that. Oh, but Riley, weigh the facts. Mr. Hotchkiss intimated that he would employ me in his bread factory if I found him a butler and a cook. And if I had a job myself, I wouldn't have to live with you any longer. Let me get this straight, Uncle Baxter. If I make believe I'm a butler, you won't sponge off us anymore? Exactly. Then get out of my way until I answer that house phone. Hello? Mrs. Hodgkins? Yes. Yes, this is Riley, your new butler. Riley, be polite. How's that? Oh, Madame wants her supper served in bed. Oh, that will be quite okie-dokie, madame. <laughs> Just climb into the hay and prepare to put on the nose bag. <laughs> From Hollywood, the life of Riley. A half hour with radio's newest and friendliest family. And starring William Bendix as Riley. has had plenty of strange experiences in his existence, but he's never been a butler. However, to get Uncle Baxter a job and thus stop having to support him, Riley is willing to try anything. Gee, if the boys down in the aircraft factory ever saw me in this butler's getup, they'd really give me the horse left. Why, dear, I think you look just fine in that black coat and starch shirt. I look like a cut-rate embalming job. <laughs> well, um, there is just one thing. Well, what's that, Dumplin? I uh, think a butler usually wears his Adam's apple inside his collar. Well, this collar is too tight. It's no bigger than a cigar band. The last butler must have been a string bean. Boy, I'll be glad when Uncle Baxter gets that job with Mr. Hotchkiss, Hotchkiss and I can take off this straitjacket. Riley. What's eating you now, Uncle Baxter? There's been a slight change in plans. Mrs. Hotchkiss is not going to have dinner in bed. Well, where would she like it? Under the bed? <laughs> no, no, she would like dinner in the dining room. Oh, dinner in the dining room. What a novelty. Oh, Riley, you better set the table. Yes, and Riley, do it with dispatch. So much depends on what they think of you as a butler. Well, what's so tough about being a butler? I've seen butlers in the movies, ain't I? All I gotta remember is to keep my nose up and my vest down. 
<laughs> and when you enter or leave a room, walk slowly. Who can walk fast in these pants? <laughs> oh, I do hope Riley doesn't make any faux pas. Now, don't worry, Uncle Baxter. Riley will come through all right. So I trust, Margaret. My entire professional future hangs in the balance. Uh, how is the cuisine coming, huh? Now, don't worry. The food will be all right. I found a can of crab meat, and I'm fixing it as a salad. Uh, you're, you're making shoestring potatoes, of course. I love shoestring potatoes. You love shoestring potatoes? Well, I mean, if I like shoestring potatoes, uh, I know George will. Mm. Well, they don't take long. I'll be the killer. <laughs> I'd better get outside and... Well, this, this crab meat tastes fine. You better leave a little for the hot kisses. Well, you can relax now, Uncle Baxter. I got the places set. Capital. They'll be coming down any minute. I mustn't let them find me in the kitchen with the help. What a nerve. When you're in our house, it's all we can do to get you out of the kitchen. <laughs> right, it's such base ingratitude. You forget that if it weren't for me, you might not be alive today. Now, don't you start throwing up that transfusion to me again. <laughs> Maybe you did give me a pint of blood once, but you're taking it back drop by drop. <laughs> I'll see you later. Uh, gee, Mom, this is some layout. You know, someday you're going to have a house like this. Oh, that's sweet of you, Riley, but I'd be satisfied with a lot less. Well, okay, then you'll have a lot less. Anything to be agreeable. <laughs> Riley, Peg, catastrophe. What's the matter now? I just remember, Mrs. Hotspit doesn't like crab salad. She adores crab on the new world. Oh, okay, Mom, then Newburgh it. <laughs> Thank you. Don't mention it. We are delirious to oblige. Uh, and don't forget, Riley, first the soup and then the crab on the new one. He's gone again. Put that crab on toast. He's in again. Listen, Uncle Baxter, one of these times you're going to find yourself on both sides of that swinging door at once. <laughs> yes, all you do is run in and out of here. Well, frankly, I am under considerable strain. They'll be down in five minutes. Well, just park yourself and give the hinges on that swinging door a chance to cool off. Reminds me of McArdle's Corner Saloon back in Brooklyn during rush hour. <laughs> yes, I guess that place must be closed now, what with the liquor shortage. Ah, uh, Joe McArdle can always get liquor. All he's got to do is cut open a vein in his arm. <laughs> hey, Uncle Baxter, lay off them potatoes. Oh, stop sampling. <laughs> that coffee smells most favorable. Yeah, I ground it myself and put it in the percolator. Drip? No, oh, I was very careful. <laughs> yes, it's a drip percolator. Oh, Uncle Baxter, I'm sure they'll like their coffee. Mrs. Hotchkiss can't drink coffee unless it's been made with distilled water. Well, I could get some out of the battery in my car, but it'll take a little time. Oh, this coffee is apt to ruin everything. Now, look, you've been drinking Peg's coffee for two years free and soaking your snooty friends. Riley, be serene. Count your blessings. I'll never forget what you're doing for me tonight. Neither will I. I'll carry the mark of this collar on my neck forever. <laughs> but you'll have the aspiring knowledge that you've helped rehabilitate me. I'll be on my own again. Well, you've been on ours long enough. <laughs> Our next. Oh, it will seem strange, though, Uncle Baxter leaving us. Won't it, Riley? Yeah. It'll be like getting rid of a plague of locusts. <laughs> now, Riley, I may have my faults, but I'm no locust. Well, you could be if you learn how to rub your hind legs together. 
I've been trying to picture our dining room table without you reaching across it. I've been trying to picture me finding a pair of my clean socks without you in them. Well, let me paint you a picture, my adoring nephew. A picture of a new Baxter Turnbull. An earnest and ambitious man who rises at daybreak each morning and rushes to his office... And then lays down on the desk and goes to sleep. <laughs> Tomorrow I report to the Hotchkiss Baking Company as executive vice president in charge of increased efficiency. Quickly I absorb my duties. I work diligently and conscientiously, and in a month or two, I get my first raise. Then another raise. Then another. Gee, three raises already. Are you saving any dough? A tidy sum each week. And gradually, Mr. Hotchkiss gives me more and more to do. Now I'm practically running the plant. Soon spring has come and gone. Mr. Hotchkiss goes on his summer vacation, leaving the entire business in my hands. Well, how about your getting a vacation? You've been there six months. They can't push my uncle around. <laughs> I work on and on. After all, we've got a big business here. One of the partners has to stay on the job. And, Riley, I shall never forget your generosity when I get to the top of the heap. Of course, I'd be a very busy man, you know. Civic breakfast, business luncheons, company dinners. Uh... You better join a gym. You're getting fat as a house. <laughs> well, there'll be a gym at my club where I'll have a penthouse. <laughs> so you won't be hurt if I'm too busy to visit you ever, every so often. Oh, just drop us a postcard. A personal appearance ain't necessary. We... But you know that I haven't forgotten you. Well, how do we know? Well, for example, I see you sitting at home one evening. It's a cold winter's night, Riley, just before Christmas. The front doorbell rings. You go to the door, and what do you see in the street in front of your house? Snow. <laughs> oh, no. You see a long, shiny new motor car. The most expensive car on the market. The driver hands you a note, and the note says to Riley, may this new car bring you lasting joy... From your Uncle Baxter. Oh, Uncle Baxter, you shouldn't have done it, darling. <laughs> Think nothing of it. I can afford it. <laughs> well, so much for Christmas. Now, Riley, what would you like for your birthday? Some gifts for the new car. Oh, well, it's all a wonderful prospect. I hope it comes true. Darling, well, if I ain't got anything to do with it, I'll buckle till I'm blue in the face, which is any minute. <laughs> The dining room butler. That means they're ready for dinner. Okay, I always wanted to see what society blue blades look like. Well, the soup's ready. Oh, uh, Riley, put those soup plates on the tray, dear. Yes, Bucky. Well, say, this soup is good and hot. Riley, you needn't blow on it. It's not your soup. <laughs> <laughs> My error. Well, the die is cast. I'll go outside and engage them in conversation. That'll remove a bit of the tension when you enter with the soup. And Riley... Just remember that the fate of all of us is in your hands. Godspeed. All right, Riley. I'll pick up the tray. I got it. Are, are you nervous, dear? Me nervous? What for? Ain't I the guy who read that umpire in Ebbets Field single-handed? <laughs> Ain't I the guy who once rushed into a burning building to save our icebox? Ain't I the guy who once looked at your father face-to-face -face and asked for your hand? <laughs> yes, I'm glad you did, Riley. No, if them things didn't scare me, I certainly ain't afraid to freight two crumbs from the bacon business. <laughs> well, here goes. Oh, look out for that swinging door. Let the 
a swinging door look out. I got insurance. <laughs> Mom, what's the next course? <laughs> just about finished cleaning up the debris in the kitchen, but the situation in the dining room is quite tense. Well, the fact is, George, my mind is simply bursting with ideas on how to increase your business. Mm, that's fine, Baxter. Right after dinner, I'm sure we can get together on a deal. Capital, my dear George. Believe me, it will be an honor to be associated with you and cause Lily what I feel about George for you as well. Oh, you're sweet, Baxter, darling. Simply sweet. Why, George, we'll revolutionize the bread business. I can see into the future. And I'll tell you what I see. Well, I hope you can see some signs of our dinner. I don't. Now, now, Lily, dear, after all these servants are new. Well, quite right, George. As a matter of fact, this couple didn't even want the job. They didn't? No, but I prevailed upon them. And they are very good. Well, I certainly hope so, but I have my doubts. I see there's some dust on the buffet. Oh, now, Lily, they they only moved in three hours ago. Yes, but they're cooperative, especially the cook. The butler is a bit difficult at times. <laughs> oh, oh, do you know them? I thought you got them for us from an employment agency. Oh, no, no. I, I've been with them for the last two years. I mean, um, they were with me for the last two years. I uh, only let them go when I broke up my big place at Santa Barbara. Oh, oh, I hear someone coming. Maybe it's the butler at last. Hiya, folks. I guess you thought I'd ever show up with the chow, huh? What sort of a butler is this? Right. Riley, uh, Mrs. Hotchkiss does not tolerate any familiarity from the servants. Do you understand? Yes, sir. Very well. You may serve the crab. Here you are, Mrs. Hotchkiss. <laughs> Will you sink your fangs into that? Yes, Riley. Refrain from making any comments. Well, I don't want the folks to think I'm a dummy. Here you are, Mr. H. Roll that around your thumb. <laughs> well, thanks, Riley. Thanks. I'll, uh, roll it around. <laughs> Madame, is there anything else? Yes. You have forgotten Mr. Turnbull's portion. Mr. Turnbull's portion? Yes, Butler. Time to bring it. Well, I can't. You ate yours in the kitchen. <laughs> You also cut a nice pan through them shoestring potatoes, too. Baxter, you ate in the kitchen. I don't understand. Well, but ate is hardly the word. I merely tasted the various dishes to make sure that they would meet your high standards. <laughs> merely tasted? You ate so much of that crab when you left the kitchen, you were walking sideways. <laughs> Pretty good, huh, George? I, I, I mean, Mr. Hutchinson. <laughs> Amusing, Riley. Um, you and I are going to get along famous. Oh, you're going to like my wife, too. Pig's got a lot of class. Riley, uh, do you mind if we begin our dinner? No, dig right in. Don't mind me. <laughs> Riley, listen to me, my man. I, I am Mr. Hotchkiss's efficiency expert. That is, I, I will be if everything works out. 
Now, if I may suggest, you would be a most efficient butler if you would now leave and return to the kitchen. What I say is for your own good, Riley. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get it. You want to hit him up for a job. Okay, okay. Butler, just a moment, please. Yes, madame. After all, you have been here a good part of the day. And I must insist on absolute cleanliness. Why is it there are cobwebs on the drawing room ceiling? I think it must be spiders. <laughs> Madame, when you're ready for your job, I just holler. <laughs> the nerve of that guy. Riley, another cup of coffee, he says. I've taken plenty from that sneak of an uncle, but I throw out the blinds at waiting on him. Oh, Riley, he's only trying to impress the Hotchkisses to get that job. Now, don't give him away, please, for our sake. Well, he's going to give himself away with them phony manners, sitting there telling Mrs. Hotchkiss how nice she looks. Well, uh, does she? She looks like she fell from heaven and landed on her face. <laughs> Sure tries to accuracy. Well, dear, put up with it just a little longer, huh? Give Uncle back to this coffee and and now look, no matter what he says or how he orders you around, just be sweet. Uh, okay, Dublin, for you anything. I uh, hope I didn't keep you waiting, I pray. <laughs> Riley, is that my coffee? Oh, yes, Master. Uh <clears throat> Baxter, uh, what were you about to say regarding my advertising? Well, I was about to say, uh, I like it. Well, thank you. You see, Mr. Hodgkiss, Baxter knows his own mind. What a brain you'll be getting when you hire him. That will be all. Never have I seen such insolence. I've had just about enough of this dinner with this weird butler and his uncouth manners. Who's got uncouth manners? <laughs> butler, bring the finger bowls. Oh, I'm a weird butler. Oh, I've never been so outraged. Riley. Bring the finger balls. Bring the finger balls yourself. Finger balls. My friends take a bath before coming into dinner. Oh, George! Did you hear what that man said? Now, now, calm down, Lily. Dear, calm down. He didn't mean it. He is a cad and a bounder. As soon as we close our deal, I shall give him a savage tongue lashing. Now then, just oh, about our George, if you don't go into that kitchen and tell that butler what I think of him, I'll, I'll never talk to you again. What could I do, Peg, with, with her and Baxter picking on me? Just Oh, I hear somebody coming now. Don't lose your temper. Oh, Riley, Riley, my wife is in a hysterics. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make any trouble, Mr. Hodgkiss. Oh, I know you didn't, Riley, but she's high-strung. Oh, uh, this is my wife. Oh, how do you do? She's low-strung. She never gets hysterics. <laughs> is Baxter going to lose his job on account of me? Well, that, uh, that depends on my wife. You, uh... <clears throat> You see, she really owns the bakeries. I just run them for Oh, Mr. Hotchkiss, Riley really didn't want to take this job at all. Oh, no, I'd never stayed a minute if I hadn't have found that pool table in the servant's house back there. That was... You play pool with children? Well, so do I. Uh, not very well. Ah, uh, go on, I bet you're a shark. Oh. No. You got a real pool room pallor on your pussy. <laughs> Really, I'm just there. Uh, Riley, I'd like to have you stay on with us, but 
If I don't give you a good bawling out, I'll have a bad time with my wife. She's listening outside. Oh, I get it. Well, go on, go ahead, George. Give me the devil. Good and loud. Well, thank you. Uh, Riley, your behavior tonight has been unpardonable, unforgivable. And uncute. And uncute. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Riley. In the future, if you ever address my wife without the utmost respect, not only will I discharge you, but I will also... Beat your brains out. Beat your brains out. <laughs> uh, is that enough, George? Yes, yes, yes. That's fine. Okay. Uh, that's fine, sir. Much obliged, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Oh, thanks, thanks, Riley. You're a rare chap. This will satisfy my wife. Well, uh, if you'll pardon me, George, your old lady's got a snoot full of snootiness. Oh, really, Baxter, you are a dear. Butler, you may break the finger bones. <laughs> <laughs> right, she does talk like that. <laughs> Butler, bring the finger bone. <laughs> Good, George. Only, only, only your wife, she talks cold, you know, like she's, like she's balancing two ice cubes on her tongue. Marty, <laughs> <laughs> you may go and hit off the speaker and Oh, stop, Riley. Stop, you're killing me. time, George, encouraging a menial to mimic me, your own wife. Now, now, Lily, now, Lily. Oh, sorry, George. Oh. Butler, your employment is hereby curtailed. You mean we're laid off? <laughs> now, tonight, cats can leave her instantly. But you ain't gonna bounce Uncle Baxter. Uncle Baxter? Uh, Mr. Turnbull, are you related to these persons? Uh, only through an accident. <laughs> Of course. But uh, if I become vice president of the hospital... Vice president? I wouldn't have you on the premises. Then you keep quiet, George. Uh, well, he ain't let out a peep. <laughs> but you can't shut me up. I ain't your husband. I'm a human being. And I like to breathe. So I am now removing this butler's collar. I hereby resign. George, pay these persons a half day's wage. Give them five dollars. Yes, yes, dear, of course. Uh, Riley, here's five dollars. Ah, now, keep the fin, George. You don't know us nothing. Come to think of it, I used your pool table. That's the time of games, 60 games. Uh, uh, here's a buck I owe you. Huh? Oh, no, no. No, Riley, I won't take it. Well, well, all right, I'll buy a few loaves of your bread. That'll make us even. Farewell, madame. The Rileys are hitting the road. <laughs>